a punctured tire. A man was driving his car all the way from New York to Boston. Only at the end of the trip did he discover that one of his car's tires had been punctured from the very beginning. Still, he managed to reach his destination successfully, and his journey wasn't affected by this problem. How is it possible? The punctured tire was the spare one. A tricky ploy. A big company director returned from lunch and discovered that his safe had been broken into and all the money had been taken from it. Inside, he saw a note. Don't even consider calling the police. Well, the man did exactly the opposite. He called the police and told them he suspected that his half-brother David was to blame. One of the police officers visited David and asked him several questions, but the man showed the detective his right arm which was in a cast. Look, I broke my arm just a couple of days ago. I couldn't get into my brother's office or write a note. The police officer had nothing to do but leave. He decided to have lunch in a cafe across the road from David's apartment. Half an hour later, the detective noticed the man leaving home. At that very moment, the detective realized that the brother was guilty after all and rushed to arrest him. How did he understand? The police officer noticed that while leaving the apartment, David had the cast not on his right, but on his left arm. Is he smart enough? One day, a cute new guy, Tom, joined Katie's class. All her classmates had a crush on him, and he clearly knew about his popularity. But whatever they did, Tom didn't pay attention to any of their signs of affection, and his eyes were only for Katie. She also liked him a lot, but she wanted to make sure he wasn't just cute but smart too. So once, when they stayed alone in the classroom, Katie walked up to the whiteboard, took the marker, and wrote 128 square root sign E 980. Tom looked at it for a few seconds and then smiled, and Katie knew he cracked her riddle. Can you? Mathematically, this riddle doesn't make any sense. But if you wipe the upper half of the whole expression, you'll get I love you. Takes a bit of wit, huh? A fired manager. Mark, Jim, and Bob work as managers in the same office. One day, one of them is fired, and one gets a promotion. The remaining manager wants to resign at first, but then changes his mind. You know that the one who's fired is older than the rest and single. Jim's younger than the manager who has decided to stay at work, and he doesn't know Bob's wife. Who's fired? It's not Jim because he's younger than the manager who stays. It's also not Bob because he's married. It means that Mark has been fired, Jim has got a promotion, and Bob has decided to stay in his position. An antique dealer's riddle. David was a famous antique dealer in his town, but there were loads of people who envied him. The man had a young, beautiful daughter, Lisa. One evening, when the antiquarian was busy in his workshop, his phone rang. A man told him that they had David's daughter. If he wanted to see her again, he had to give his jewelry collection to a man waiting at the doors. It wasn't the first time someone was threatening David. That's why he requested to talk to his daughter. He asked her just one question. I have two hands, but I can't scratch myself. What am I? When David heard no answer, he said, It's not my daughter, and hung up. What's the answer to this riddle? 
Lisa would know that her father was talking about a clock. A driver's problem. A man was driving along a countryside road when one of his car tires burst. While changing it, he accidentally lost all four wheel nuts. The road was deserted, and the driver was afraid he'd have to spend many hours waiting for someone who could give him a hand. But a kid passing by his vehicle said something that helped the man solve his problem. What advice did the child give the driver? The kid told the man to remove one nut from each of the remaining wheels and use them to secure the new tire. This way, the man could get to the nearest service station. Notorious shoplifters Detectives had been trying to catch two infamous shoplifters for several years. And finally, after another case, they managed to capture one of the culprits. Police officers were interrogating him for two days, but he said nothing about the goods and money they'd taken or his accomplices' whereabouts. Still, in the next 24 hours, the detectives managed to find the place where the stuff was hidden. It was a small house in the suburbs. In its basement, there was a man who seemed very excited to see the police. He said he'd been trapped in the house already for a week. Nobody visited him, and he was starting to run out of food. That's why he was so happy to read the good news in the paper. The police officers immediately realized it was the accomplice they'd been looking for. How? If he was trapped in the basement, how could he get a hold of fresh newspapers? Ah! Two buckets. You have two buckets of water. In the first bucket, the water is heated up to 100 degrees Fahrenheit. In the second bucket, the water is cooled down to minus 100 degrees. You need to simultaneously drop two coins into the buckets. Which coin will reach the bottom faster? The coin thrown into the warm water. The other won't sink at all, because the water in the bucket is frozen. Let it go! Important documents. John, the director of a big company, managed to persuade his partners to sign a super important agreement. He then put this document into a folder and left it on the table in his private office. When he returned to work the next morning, the folder was gone. Surprise, surprise. John gathered all the employees who were in the office at that time and questioned them. The cleaning lady said she had been busy washing the floor and hadn't paid attention to anything around. The designer explained he hadn't left his working place even once. What's more, being an artist, he didn't have any interest in agreement documents. The accountant admitted that he had entered John's office to have some documents signed. But once he noticed there was no one inside, he immediately left. Who took the folder with the agreement? It was the designer. Otherwise, how would he know that the missing folder had an agreement inside? Socks puzzle Matthew wears either only black or only white socks. One evening, he's in a hurry, getting ready for a romantic dinner with his girlfriend. Suddenly, the power goes out. The guy has 10 white and 10 black socks in his drawer, but all of them are mixed. If it's completely dark in the room and Matthew can't see anything, how many socks must he pull out of the drawer to get two matching ones? Just three. In a set of three socks, he's bound to have two socks of the same color. A smart teacher. 
One day, a teacher decided to give her students a test, but all of them refused to take it. She could give detention for skipping the test to only one student. All of them knew each other's names. If a student knew they were going to get detention, they agreed to take the test. How could the teacher make all the students participate? She told them that she'd give detention to the student whose name came first alphabetically. Then this person wouldn't skip the test. The next person on the list wouldn't skip as well, and so on until the end of the list. Hidden Treasure Martha really loved her little sister Mary. But once, she had to go away for the whole day. She didn't want Mary to miss her too much or get bored. That's why she organized a treasure hunt for the girl. Before Martha left, she gave her little sister a map. She told the girl if she followed the instructions, she'd find a real treasure. Mary followed the map to a T. She made the exact number of steps and turned at all the right spots. She eventually got to the end and started digging. The little girl dug and dug, but still found nothing. Naturally, she was pretty upset. When Martha got back, she took the map and almost immediately found the treasure. How so? Martha made one major mistake when she was drawing the map. Her steps were a lot bigger than Mary's. That's why the younger girl couldn't find the spot where Martha had hidden the treasure. What happened to Prom King? Soon after Bob became king on prom night, he vanished. Poof! Like that. His teachers were looking for him everywhere. They believed there were three people who could be behind his disappearance. Bob's rival Joe said he had been dancing all night with his girlfriend and hadn't seen Bob. Bob's classmate Dennis claimed he hadn't been feeling well, so he spent all night in the lounge. Laura, Bob's secret admirer, said she had been counting the votes for the election. The teachers knew who was behind the disappearance right away. It was Laura. Bob had already become prom king. She didn't need to count the votes. Sam's birthday. Sam is a truly special young lady. She was just 17 the day before yesterday. Next year, she'll be 20 already. What's her secret? Sam's not a time traveler or anything. She was born on December 31st. So if today is January 1st, it's correct to say that she was 17 the day before yesterday. She turned 18 the next day. She'll be 19 on the last day of this year. And next year, she'll be 20. Uh-oh. Allie was missing for days when her husband Orson called the police to report it. Detective Wells arrived at the scene and found her purse buried in the garden. Inside, there was a note that read, It's a sign. You're mine. I redesign your new life. The police had three suspects with unusual names. Orson, her husband, Ryan, her best friend, and Atlas, her brother. Who took Allie? It was Rhyme. Almost all the words in the note rhyme with his name. While driving in a storm, John saw three people standing in the rain at the bus stop. But he only had one seat available in his car. Who gets the ride? His childhood friend, an old lady that looks like she's freezing, 
or his wife. John asks his childhood friend to drive the old lady to the hospital and then take the car back to his house. And John himself will wait for the bus with his wife. Mark is locked in a 30-foot-tall cell with an earthen floor and a window near the ceiling. There's nothing else in his room but a shovel and a bed. The entrance is blocked with concrete. How can he get out? Mark can shovel the soil to the wall underneath the window and climb out. Detective Jones was called one day by Border Control about a suspicious pickup truck. Every day, the vehicle went back and forth between two countries with a large sack in the back of its truck bed. When the detective opened the sack, it was filled with sand. What was the driver smuggling? Trucks. A geography teacher vanished on the first day of school. When the police arrived, they suspected four people who claimed to have alibis. The landscaper was mowing the front lawn. The English teacher was giving students a surprise test. The principal was preparing for his welcoming speech. And the coach was meeting new students who wanted to join the football team. Who was lying? The English teacher. Of course! (laughs) Students don't get surprise tests on the first day. Well, maybe not at this school. (laughs) A crazy scientist took 10 people into his lab to check their intelligence. He gave everyone two pills and a glass of water. He told them, one pill is a placebo and the other is poison. Whichever you take, I'll take. But somehow, everyone ended up unconscious after the trial except for the scientist. How did he do it? Both pills were placebo. The poison was in the water. Shane and Mia went to Japan for their honeymoon. Only Shane came back, and Mia's family called the best detective in town. What should be the detective's first move? Inspect Shane's suitcase. Inspect Shane's house. Call the travel agency Shane and Mia used. Call the agency to see how many return tickets Shane had booked. He's a suspect, and he shouldn't know the police are investigating him to avoid losing the evidence. Someone knocked on Amy's hotel room door. When she opened it, she saw a mysterious man. He apologized and said he'd mistaken Amy's room for his. When he left, Amy called the police. Why? Nobody knocks on the door of their own room. This is a technique used by people who want to break into someone's home. A worker was found unconscious near the entrance of an abandoned building. He has no memory of what happened, but seems to have fallen from the building. 
Detective Marks is assigned to this case, and he must figure out whether the worker fell or was pushed. He goes to the first floor, opens the window, and throws out a small rock. He does the same on the second floor and all the way to the top. When the detective comes back down, he's sure the worker was pushed. How does he know? He had to open windows on all floors to throw out rocks. This was an abandoned building, and someone closed the window right after pushing the worker. James ordered a coffee from his local bakery, put in some sugar, but then noticed a fly in his cup. He told the staff member, and they took back the coffee and brought him a new one. But when he got a sip, he got angry. Why? His new coffee was already sweetened. The staff member only removed the fly. Tom was walking in a snowy park at 10 p.m. when he got attacked from behind. He didn't see who knocked him out, and he immediately went to the police. The detectives questioned four suspects. Adam said he was at a suit fitting for his dinner later. Daniel said he was hosting a party at his place. Susan said she was working out before going to work. And Luke said he went to the park to get some cool photos of flying birds. One of them is lying. Who? It's Luke. It's next to impossible to see birds at night in winter. Right before the final soccer match, the team's goalkeeper went missing. The police arrived and they had three suspects from the rival team. Mike said he was signing autographs for his friends. Jake said he had broken his ankle and he was getting a massage. John was training at the gym before the match. The police immediately knew who did it. It was Jake. You don't get a massage when you break your ankle. A doctor walked into an unconscious patient's ward. There, he saw a nurse buttoning up her shirt. As soon as she noticed him, she exclaimed, It's not what you think! The nurse isn't lying, but why was her shirt unbuttoned in the first place? She got locked out of the changing room and knew that the patient was unconscious. So she went to his ward to change into her uniform. Yeah, I believe her. A group of six friends decided to check out an abandoned house in their neighborhood. When they arrived, Mark, one of the group, warned his friends not to go in. But all of them ignored him and walked in anyway. Mark stayed outside, but his friends never came out. Mm-hmm. What did he see that stopped him from going into the house? There were footprints going in, but none coming out. Detective Stevenson is taken by some of his mean supervisors who want to test his intelligence. They put him in a room with two doors. One leads to freedom while the other opens onto a bottomless pit. 
there are two guards either responsible for one door. One of them always tells the truth, while the other always lies. Stevenson doesn't know who's the honest one, and he can only ask one question to one of them. What should the question be to save his life? If I ask the security guard next to you which door leads to freedom, what will he say? The honest guard will say that the liar will point to the dangerous door. The liar will point to that one too. No matter who Stevenson asks, he should pick the door neither of them will point at. Melissa is walking down a dark alley when she notices a dark figure following her. She walks into a restaurant and sits at a table. The mysterious figure does the same. Then she yawns and immediately knows she's got a stalker. How? When she looked up, the mysterious figure was also yawning. It means they had been watching her. The director of a large company was found unconscious in his office. The police showed up, saw the messy office, and realized that a fight had gone down. They went to his secretary and asked to see the list of visitors that day. Immediately, they knew who did it. How? The last visitor was the culprit. During the fight, the wall clock also stopped because it got hit. It showed the exact time the last appointment took place. Sarah wanted to get some money from her brother for a house. She couldn't tell him the truth and asked him for an expensive gift. After a week, her brother gave her a glamorous tiara. Then she went to her second brother, asked for money, but he gave her jewelry. Still, she's got both money and jewelry. How is it possible? She asked for a similar jewelry item and sold one of them. Susie went on a dating website and found three guys that she liked, all with some very impressive backgrounds. But only one of them is telling the truth. Can you guess which one? Shane said he was an astronaut. He went to Mars and enjoyed a beautiful sunset. Chris said he was a scientist and went to the North Pole. He enjoyed being on floating ice and seeing both Arctic foxes and penguins. Dylan said he was a pilot, and once he flew his helicopter so fast, he broke the sound barrier. Shane is telling the truth. The sunset on Mars is blue. There are no penguins in the North Pole, and helicopters can't travel faster than the speed of sound. Oh, and yes, we'll also ignore the fact that no one's been to Mars yet. Susie also thinks Shane has beautiful eyes, so who are we to disrupt this love connection?